Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Wolf Rider Productions and Realm present ElfQuest, Journey to Sorrow's End. Directed by Fred Greenhalgh, Episode 7. The challenge had been settled. But to what end? Lita was no more impressed by Cutter's victory in the trial of hand, head, and heart than she was by his violent introduction to her. She retreats to her hut and to the soft cushions of her sunken bed, hoping to collect herself and seek blessed rest. But instead, her dreams only offer further torment. Feel that warm water, sister. Mm. Yes. Dip lower in and let it envelop you. How did you come to find this hot spring? Shinchen? Shinchen. Why do you continue to resist? What have you done with her? It's just us here. Come to me. I... I don't want to. Why do you resist? I want to be free, as I've always been. What is my name? Cutter. What is my soul name? I don't... Say it to me. I... You know it. I don't. My soul name, Lita. Say it. No, I don't know. I don't. You do. Tam. 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 Your soul name is Tam. I am Tam. 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 Come to me. I don't love you. Lita. You are not even my friend. You recognized me. I refuse. You can't refuse recognition. Yes. Yes, I can. I can. Can't. No one. No. 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 What's that? Lita rushes to her window to confirm that the sound from her dream is matched in reality. There, 
Just beyond the village, high on a ledge jutting from the mountainside, she can see moonlit figures moving about. The wolf riders, why aren't they out hunting tonight? Why do they gather? Lita tiptoes from her hut under the nearly full mother moon, as child moon sinks behind the ragged mountains to the west. The wolf riders and their animal companions sing in harmony. Intrigued in spite of herself, Lita, clad in her gossamer idle gown, pads away from the safety of the village to the sandstone ridges the wolf riders now call home. See them now. The Wolf Riders, gathered in a circle as the young chief unsheathes his crescent-shaped blade, New Moon, and pierces his palm. Ten chiefs before me have sung the wolf song. Ten chiefs have run with the pack and kept the laws of our forest. From the wound drips ten droplets of blood. When our foreparents, the High Ones, first set foot on this world, it was the wolves who taught them to eat good red meat, to shun the sunny places where humans prowl. For each drop that falls, the wolf riders intone a name. To mourn yellow eyes, Rani the she-wolf, prey pacer, two-spear, huntress skyfire, freefoot, tanner, Cutter's blood mingles with the sand at his feet. This night's howl is in honor of him. For Bearclaw, my father. And for all our brothers and sisters who died as he did. Tristan, brother of my mother, the oldest among us. You shall be the first of us to speak. My pleasure, lad. Bearclaw, hey. <laughs> now, there was one grand wicked elf. He's been gone six turns of the seasons, but he was half again as old as me when he died. And I guess he knew more about living than most of us ever will. No wolf rider ever lived longer, got into more scrapes or had more fun getting out of him than Bearclaw. Nothing scared him. Why, he'd steal a human whelp right off its mother's back just to stir things up. <laughs> Can't say I ever blame the humans for not taking too kindly to Bearclaw, but I'll tell you what, they never caught him. What about the human cub? Did he hurt it? <laughs> no, nay, young one. Bearclaw wasn't interested in that. He'd just leave the brat hanging on a branch somewhere and a moment later make his way to a game down in the troll caverns. He'd be there with a grin as wide as a wild boar's rump, betting old King Greymung's guards all he could get away with and cheating him out of belts, buckles, breeches and all. <laughs> he was a mean son of a she-wolf, all right. But he had a merry heart and a tolerance for dream berries that I've yet see equaled. <laughs> you speak truly, old friend, but if I may, 
as we howl this night for Bearclaw, then so must we also howl for your sister, Joyleaf. She was as much a chieftess as Bearclaw was a chief. Her arrows were not always so swift to their mark as his, but her real gift was patience, not weapons. Her patience often brought better results in the hunt and in a fight than Bearclaw's recklessness. She was never one to act before thought and never one to think without wisdom. She believed that someday there would be no hatred between humans and elves, and she led her life as she believed, in harmony with all that moved and breathed and grew. Together, they raised a beautiful son who even now bears the best qualities of both. Joyleaf and Bearclaw were life mates. They completed each other, just as any two who have recognized one another should. Though Lita remains hidden in the shadows below the Wolf Rider's ledge, Clearbrook's words sting her like a sharp, cold desert wind. Recognition? Why must any elf succumb to a mindless need and an inevitable pairing? Submission without question? Never! Ah, Clearbrook, you have all lived with the wolves too long. Well said, Clearbrook. Though, I've been thinking about this since we met the Sunfolk. What, lad? Out with it. Sava, the mother of memory is very old. She is the oldest elf any of us have ever seen. But I'm learning that any of us can live as long as she has, even longer. We aren't meant to die as humans and animals do. But to live on and on like great trees in a forest. Trees that saw the High Ones come to this world. Trees that will go on seeing forever. Unless someone comes and burns them all down? Never, Skywise. Never again. Bearclaw lived a long time, but I guess he'd seen so many others die for one reason or another that he just never looked ahead or behind. Now was all that mattered to him. That was the way he lived. But he didn't have to die. He chose to. What's he talking about, Mother? You'll understand soon, dear one. Speak on, Cutter. My cubs have not yet born when this happened. And Dart was too little to know. All right. I'm no storyteller, but I'll do the best I can. We know the tales the humans tell. That there's magic left in the woods, back from the time of the High One's first coming. Our foreparents couldn't control their magic in this new world, and so some of it went bad, like pools of stagnant water, and never recovered. That loss came with a price. A price we've paid and paid in ways we'll never forget. You remember what the hope was like? Six turns of the season ago, when Bearclaw was still our chief and things were lush. <sighs> the air filled with the scent of fresh tree moss. <gasps> mm, it's not the moss I remember, it's the... The dream berries. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dream berries. Warm and rotting a bit in the sun, getting all frothy and... Fine. It was the dream berries you smelled and not tree moss. Well, which would you rather lap up? <laughs> As a pack, throughout the seasons we had known uncertainty and danger. Like the humans. Yes, like the humans, little one. 
In some seasons, our hunting yielded less than we desired, and we would have to make do with less. But there was a balance to it. Life was good. Until that night. <laughs> Until that night. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. The forest's balance had shifted. There was a smell, not like overripe dream berries. This was something really rotten. I remember that Oro still brought a foul taste to my tongue. The human's camp was within earshot of our hunting party. They too sensed the change. You could hear them signal each other with their animal skin drums. <laughs> if even the humans could scent it, the smell must have been awful. It was. Bearclaw kept us out all night, said he needed to find the terrible thing that had invaded our territory. We knew it was near us, watching, shadowing us but always just out of range, like it was the one hunting us. Bergla. What is it? I thought I heard something. Over here. Keep your weapons handy and your nose is keen, elves. What is it, Starjumper? Not on the ground, Skywise. Up in that tree. What? Joyleaf? On that branch. Uh, 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 it was just an owl. No. No? Over there. Look what Star Jumpers found. It was a torn and bloody carcass. We approached it and saw a wolf cub slaughtered for sport. Bearclaw, I sense the killer is near. Bearclaw, open scent to the entire hunting party. Of course the killer is close. Keep your wits about you, understand? Rain, our healer. I spoke to him then, words I hoped would be in jest. I hope your skills won't be needed tonight. So do I, young Cutter. There's an ill wind in the woods tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Without warning, the strange beast struck and gored his throat. His name was Rain. Father to Rain Sung and Pike. And he was the first to fall. What happened next? I. The beast that came out of the dark forest wasn't like anything we'd ever seen. 
ringing in my mind, and I couldn't seem to focus my thoughts. We all felt it, from the moment it showed itself. It's hard to describe. It was big and black like a beetle. The moonlight glinted off its two long sword-sharp fangs, and its tail thrashed and coiled wicked power. Its body was long and scaled like a snake's, covered with big clumps of matted hair, big around as a tree, but its head was like a great lion's, and its eyes, they shone with a killing madness. I don't remember much. There was just darkness, screaming, blood, and death. The monster tore at our flesh like we were made of dry leaves. It threw our wolf friends aside like broken branches, and in a single horrible moment, we all knew what was clouding our thoughts. The thing, it was sending. We couldn't tell what was real. The pictures it sent poured into our minds. We couldn't stop it. Rainsong and I were guarding the children at the Holt. What did you see? What did the creature show you? A bolt of skyfire. And flames. A long-toothed cat and a huge black serpent locked in vicious, deadly battle. A pocket of the High One's forgotten magic rekindled by the heat of the flames and charged with the blood madness of the beasts. Change. Joining. A twisted newborn brain set ablaze with the joy of slaughter. It had a name. Mad Coil. Wolf Riders, run! We all knew its name and what it meant. Death. Run for your lives! The beast had us near blind with the power of its sending and our own blood pouring into our eyes. Get to the tree! I can't see! I got you, one eye. Hand to my shoulder. Keep close. Somehow we stayed together and made it high up into the trees. Brown Mary, sit still, or I'll get this tree set in your one good eye instead of sealing your wound. Long Branch, where are you, my brother? <sighs> my head, it hurt something fierce. Easy, you got knocked around pretty good. Fox, Foxfur, she's here with us, she's safe. I don't know. Try sending. Nothing. No answer. None from mother either. Berkla and I made our way along the treetops, all the way back to the place where we were attacked. Join me! Sister! Answer us! Before I could hold him back, Bearclaw leapt down to the forest floor. He stood there, still, as a stone fixed and intent, and kept sending a call that only a recognized life mate could receive or answer. But he was silent too long. That's when I knew she was gone. And they came back to what was left of us. I could see it on my sire's face. 
But I asked anyway. If my mother, if she was... Come here, son. You know if there was any doubt, I would still be out there searching for her. Even if she were unconscious, she would have answered me by now. The hunting party had been ten. Mad Coyle made it five. It was a moment of truth. You've lost a mother, dear lad. And I, a beloved sister. We'll go back to the Holt, lick our wounds. Then we'll return here, better prepared, and finish off this murdering monster. Right, Bearclaw. I'm not going back to the Holt. Look at us, my chief. Wounded, grieving. We need rest. You are going back to the Holt. I'm staying. But that awful beast is somewhere near. We can't leave you. I'll cut out its heart. Then I'll return to you. Rage is blinding you. We won't leave you here on your own. Won't you? Why should you go after that monster alone? Joyleaf was my sister, remember? We all have a right to avenge our dead. I decide what rights are yours. I am chief! Either do as I say or send me to Joyleaf's side. I don't care which! Who wants to cross me? You, Skywise! One eye! Tree stump! I'd never seen him look so wild, pointing New Moon at us like that. But none of us moved or gave ground. I agree with you, Bearclaw. The others must go back. But I'm coming with you. You can't stop me. The way he looked at Cutter, in that moment, he was proud of him. Bearclaw just nodded, took off into the forest. Keep up. Tree Stump, if we don't come back, you, our chief, take the pack far away from here. Bearclaw and I want you to live, understand? As you say. No, Night Runner, Blackfell, stay there. This hunt is ours alone. Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of the Go Kid Go Network. Do your kids love wacky worlds, superheroes, and inventing? Of course they do. That's why our shows Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow are set in Pflugerville, the nonstop fun and adventure universe where imagination, creativity, STEM, and positive role models abound. Join the Pflugerville fun by searching for Bobby Wonder and Lucy Wow on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to ElfQuest, the audio movie, a Wolf Rider Productions podcast presented by Realm, directed by Fred Greenhalge, developed by Warp Graphics, Digest Media, and Blue Jay Atlantic in association with the Fantasy Network. Based on ElfQuest, created by Wendy Peeney and Richard Peeney. Script by Alexander Danner, James Leva, and Fred Greenhalge. Creative consultant, Wendy Peeney. Creative producers, Jay Woodward and Fred Greenhalge. Executive producers, Wendy Peeney and Richard Peeney. Starring... Chris Summer as Sava, Divinity Rocks as Lita, Yasha Jackson as Shen Shen, Alejandro Saab as Cutter, Aaron Douglas as Tristam, Wilfred L as Strongbow, Cassidy Caston as Dart, Claire Kramer as Clearbrook, Zara Fuzzle as Moonshade, Brennan Lee Mulligan as Pike, 
Jonathan Woodward as One-Eye and Woodlock, Thomas Trin as Scouter, Amber Benson as Nightfall, Nicole Maines as Dewshine, Jeffrey Vincent Paris as Bear Claw, Lisa Coronado as Joyleaf, David Mizajewski as Rain the Healer, and Ray Porter as Mad Coil. Wolf Howls by Early Bird Campaign Backers. Casting by Stephanie Clapper Casting, CSA. Original score and composition by Frank Schulmeyer. Dialogue editing by Jason DeWald and Remy Dickinson. Sound design by Jason DeWald and Rory O'Shea. Sound design by Frank Schulmeyer and Rory O'Shea. Final mix and master by Rory O'Shea. Post-production supervisor, Fred Greenhalgh. ASL version produced by The Knack Factory. Find it using the link in the metadata of this podcast. Thank you to our Early Bird, Kickstarter, and Backerkit backers, without whom this production would not be possible. Thank you so much, everybody. Special thanks to Sandy Resnick for helping travelers find each other along the way. Learn more and follow the adventure at elfquest.com slash audio dash movie. That's elfquest.com slash audio dash movie.